Welcome to What She Said and the longest long weekend ever. I'm your host, Candace Sampson, and I know many of my listeners today are hunkered down for a quiet Easter in isolation. But at least we can be thankful that the Easter Bunny has been declared an essential worker. Unless, of course, that is your Easter Bunny maybe got into the stash before actual Easter. Uh, I can't help you with that, but what I can help you with are some great interviews today. Mark Stolo, the president of the Canadian Caregiver Network and CEO of Huddle, is joining me today to share an amazing new initiative his company is leading in partnership with Teva Canada called the Caregiver Community Fund. Money matters remain a top concern for Canadians across the country. So I'm joined today by Nancy Taylor, VP of Wealth Management at Meridian Credit Union, who shares some tips for getting short-term cash flow moving and for dealing with market volatility. The lovely Anne Brody is throwing it back to the 70s for Saturday Night at the Movies this week with some notable movies from that era to watch while in lockdown plus all the latest movies and shows hitting streaming services this week. Julie Danilik from Julie Danilik Nutrition is back this week to share some pantry staples we should all have on hand and why. If you thought you were in panic mode in the days leading up to lockdown, imagine how it felt trying to get as many Canadians as possible home from foreign countries. Jacqueline Grossman, VP of Marketing and Corporate Communications for the Sunwing Travel Group, joins me to share the story behind their repatriation efforts. And finally, like it or not, we're all homeschoolers now. So joining me with some tips for getting through the next few weeks is Stephanie Sewell, who is an independent education consultant. Let's get going. I just spoke to a Meridian advisor about variable versus fixed rate mortgages, and they told me that variable rates change based on Meridian's prime rate. Exactly. And that you could pay your mortgage down faster if Meridian's prime rate goes down. How did you know? I spoke with an advisor, too. So let's get a a Meridian five-year variable rate mortgage at 2.90%. Totally. Apply today at meridianmortgages.ca or visit a Meridian branch. Rates subject to change without notice. Some restrictions apply. 2.90% APR assumes the typical example of a new mortgage. Mark Stolo, the president of the Canadian Caregiver Network and CEO of Huddle, recently joined us on What She Said to discuss the Caregiver-Friendly Pharmacy Program, a partnership between Huddle and Teva Canada. Caregivers, however, are under more stress than ever in light of the recent COVID-19 crisis. So Mark is joining me again today to share a new program that they've developed to help. Welcome back to the show, Mark. Thanks so much for having me. So tell me, what are some of the new realities caregivers are facing? I think if caregivers were feeling like they were in a pressure cooker before, it's someone just turned up the heat. Um, So you've got Many caregivers who are at home caring for family members uh, full-time now and maybe having very limited in-home support where they may have had some help before. Also very limited time to get out of the house, which means that the home itself has now become a place for potentially more stress, more responsibility. You've got a lot of caregivers who are caring for loved ones in assisted living or long-term care and they have no access to aging parents or aging loved ones, you know, that separation causes a lot of stress, anxiety, confusion, uh, lack of contact. And then you have a whole new generation of caregivers um, growing, particularly parents who are now dealing with kids full-time at home. And a lot of their kids are starting to express depression, anxiety, And now they find themselves as almost like mental health workers trying to also maintain their own sense of calm and collectedness. Yeah, it's interesting because, you know, I feel like everybody is now dealing with a mental health issue. Uh, I spoke with a couple of therapists just recently on the show, and, and this is definitely trauma for everybody. And so that caregiver role has grown exponentially. 
uh, across Canada. And, and even the caregivers are now having to deal with their own mental health issues because of this. Yeah, there's a whole new kind of paradigm for parenting now that no one was ever really prepared for. Well, I, I just mean, don't know where that pandemic handbook went. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, there's no in case of pandemic break glass. Um, <laughs> yeah. So parents are kind of like, wait a second. You know, I used to get eight hours of time to myself at work with a sense of purpose. You know, my kids were positively stimulated at school. And now all of a sudden, none of that is true. I, I've gotten onto conference calls with parents and literally they look like they've, you know, been through a car wash back and forwards 10 times. Um, so, you know, that's, that's part of the reality that we're trying to address with Huddle and, and giving them access to free support. Tell me then about this um, caregiver community fund you set up, because I, I think it's amazing. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, it's, it's a program that we developed in partnership with Teva Canada through their financial support. And the idea was recognizing that caregivers, parents, spouses, family members caring for aging loved ones were under this intense amount of stress. And so what we've done is we've made it possible for them to do a couple of things. One is to join Huddle and get free access to more than 40 health and wellness professionals for counseling and coaching. So they can do that for at least 30 days and get access to one session per week. So up to four sessions, um, hour long for this one-to-one -one support and care. And we That's have incredible. mental health. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. We have mental health experts and parenting experts and senior care experts. I mean, really anything you can imagine we have experts for. So that's one side of the program. And then, of course, our community and our the social side of Huddle is always available for uh, caregivers to join in and just feel connected with others. So it's an amazing program. Okay, so what are what sort of professionals are available to help support caregivers through this person? I think it's a virtual personal assistance. Is that what it's called? It's well, we it's you know we call it you know video sessions or one to one video conferencing, like you would have a counseling or a coaching in person, but you're doing it like we're doing today through video. So it's accessible anytime, anywhere, from any device, and you book time with these pros, uh, and and then you you just connect in to to join into the session. Our pros are very multidisciplinary. We have uh, people who know how to address issues around depression, um, stress. We have uh, senior support specialists, we have caregiver support specialists, we even have nutritionists and physical wellness experts. So for caregivers who are like, okay, I'd like to start getting more proactive with things I can do at home to feel better. There's really no facet of life where we don't have a pro who's available to help. And it really is sort of a whole approach we need to take uh, to this new reality of sort of a... Um, you know, not only just looking after ourselves mentally, but also physically, uh, because you want to be in the best condition possible should you be exposed to this virus or acquire it. So there, are, there's all of that as well to consider. Yeah, there's the physical immunity, there's the psychological immunity and the emotional immunity, which is like, how do I find a, a mindset and create an environment where I feel a sense of resilience, despite all of these things that are going on around me? And, and learning this new normal means oftentimes learning it with someone who has expertise in that area. So, you know, we want to encourage caregivers to take advantage of this opportunity. And we wanted to overcome these barriers, people saying, you know, I wish there was more mental health support right now. And I can't afford this right now because I'm strapped financially. We've literally just removed all of those obstacles with this program. Incredible. So how can people access this then? Yeah, that's a great question. So Really, it's easy. You go to huddle.com. It's H-U-D-D-O-L.com. And you can sign up for free. Uh, you join the community. Once you're in the community, you can select different topics to explore. And within the Huddle community, there's ways to go look at all of the different pros are available. We have a directory of pros that you can choose from. They also interact in the community with our members. So you'll get to meet them as you socially interact with them. And then it's as simple as just clicking a button to start a booking process. So when, when caregivers will go through the booking process and check out, they'll use the promotional code TEVACARES, so T-E-V-A-C-A-R-E-S, and that will essentially render uh, that a free session for the caregiver.
Okay, amazing. Well, we're going to put that up on, on our Facebook page as well when we post the video right. of this interview. Um, but you mentioned something about community, and I just want to circle back with that because it's really important, I think, that people, because we are so isolated right now um, mm. in our own little bubbles, that that community is vital uh, and must be, even just having that must be huge for people. Yeah, it's massive. This is what we kind of love about Huddle is it's where community needs care. So this is kind of the really unique outlook that Huddle brings is that you can join in, connect to thousands of people who are exploring human growth and development and how to overcome adversity. So you get that sense of solidarity with others, and that includes your peers and the network of professionals who share in our social network. And then when you need that one-to-one -one -one undivided attention, it's a click of a button away. Well, thank you so much for joining us again today. This is huge and it's going to be so helpful for people. Uh, so we're going to get all the information up on, on our Facebook page for people to access this. And uh, I look forward to uh, hearing from you again, Mark. Thanks so much. Appreciate it. It's good to know your farmer and at Round the Bend Farm in Kettleby, 34 years of experience put Brian and Sue at the top of their game. You can order meat, eggs, veggies and fruits for curbside delivery or order your fresh turkey for Easter and pick it up Friday, April 10th or Saturday, April 11th. Email sue.rtbf at gmail.com to place an order and don't forget to check out their website at roundthebendfarm.com to see what's in stock. Eating fresh has never been more important. Do you think that replacing your drafty windows or improving the security on your door will be expensive? Not so if you call my daddy. He owns Wintech and he makes new windows and doors affordable, stylish, and doable for homes and businesses. So if you think your home should be warmer or your heating bills are too high, go to Wintech.ca. My daddy will give you a competitive price on high quality replacement windows and doors. Go to Wintech.ca and let my daddy look after you. He does great work. Welcome back to What She Said with Candace Sampson on 105.9 The Region. COVID-19 is financially impacting people across the country, both in the long term, but also in their day-to-day -day lives. More than 1.3 million people have already submitted applications to the federal government for employment insurance in the last two weeks. Others are worried about potentially losing their job or how to make ends meet if their income is reduced. Joining me today from Meridia Credit Union is Senior Wealth Advisor Nancy Taylor to help us navigate through some very uncertain financial terrain. Welcome to what she said, Nancy. Thank you, thank you for having me. I'm happy to be here. We are on quite a uh, financial roller coaster right now, to say the least. Uh, and there's so much information to wade through that it's really important that we are speaking to financial advisors right now because this literally is your job. There are so many, um, so many announcements that are coming out so quickly. It's so hard to keep up. Um, the federal government has announced some initiatives, um, which are which Canadians are utilizing and. Uh, it's nice to see everybody's come to the table so quickly to help Canadians get through this. Let's get into some of those financial programs that the government's offering um, and talk about those a little bit. Yeah, there's the uh, Canadian Child Benefit that was introduced um, as an increase of um, $300 per child per household to help Canadian families. There was also a special GST credit that was announced for lower income families and that's um, a range of about three to six hundred dollars more. Um, and we also have seen a delay in um, tax filing till we don't have to actually file till June first now. And for those that do have installments that they would start after that, we have all summer to utilize that capital now. We actually don't have to start repayment uh, until the end of August. So these are some pretty good initiatives in the short term. Uh, but the biggest initiative was the announcement of what we call the CERB, the Canadian Emergency Response Benefit. And this is really designed for families that have been impacted from an income point of view. Um, some, sometimes it's just employee, employees that are still working, but their income has been disrupted, 
or they may be in quarantine, so their income's been disrupted due to that, or caring after loved ones that have been impacted because of COVID-19. So it's a $2,000 taxable benefit monthly for four months to help Canadians through this. But we, don't, we recognize that not all solutions are going to meet everybody's need. So today I kind of wanted to walk you through some solutions that um, may help some of your listeners get through this, uh, this next short-term piece. Right, because there's, there's not going to be a government program for every single Canadian. As much as the government is trying, it's just not going to happen. And there's a lot of um, competing priorities in a house right now for limited dollars. So yeah, give, give us sort of some tips on getting that short-term cash flow going. Um, before grabbing onto some longer-term savings, consider what your financial institution's offering as well. A lot of the banks and credit unions have come out with skip a payment options for their mortgage, which is typically the biggest payment you have monthly. Also, there's a lot of credit card companies out there that are deferring interest payments to help Canadians along. Um, so I encourage everybody to kind of start there and talk to who they deal with and see what options are available. Be patient because there's a lot of people asking these questions right now. So um, they will, they're, they're sifting through them and getting back to everybody. Uh, and, and try not to kind of look to that immediate, longer-term asset that you have. Look and see if there's some other options that are available to tap into first. Um, some of the banks uh, encourage people to have lines of credits, to and this is one of those times. Is that Can you move a high-interest credit card to a line of credit? That's a great possibility because the interest rates are so very low now that Bank of Canada has dropped their prime lending rate. So you can pay it off with a line of credit. Um, the banks are still open. So if you do still have an income, you can still go out and apply for that if you don't have one in place already. Okay. Absolutely. And, and I, I suspect even just switching from a, a higher interest credit card to a lower interest credit card is also an option. It's a great option, absolutely. And there's a lot of that going on right now. Um, also consider, um, you know, lots of times we put a plan in place with registered assets. We have RSPs and RIFs and tax-free savings accounts. Mm -hmm. And um, think of, you know, if we have a knee-jerk reaction today to dip into those longer-term assets, what does that mean? What does that uh, mean from a tax point of view next year. So you might be thinking that it's a good option for you today, but you'd be pulling your money out when the market's so very low. And then you could be shifting into another tax bracket next year and then having you know more debt to deal with next year. So I really encourage people to sit down with who they're dealing with and have those conversations. And also kind of just looking at your budget monthly and seeing where you can curb because we're not going out and spending as much being more housebound today. Um, so there's ways of making things that are maybe delivered through a mail more digital so you can get those subscriptions. Um, maybe it's cheaper for you to go online versus getting something in the mail. And like you said, those gym memberships, you can put stop payments on them right now because we're not utilizing the gym. Um, so there's different ways. Uh, try not to go online and, and uh, do any online shopping. Another big thing is people are hoarding. So they're maybe utilizing some short-term cash that they could use more long-term because they're buying things that they don't need today. So, you know, try to not maybe look at hoarding out of fear and panic and just look at what you need for the next couple of weeks from a food point of view, and, and we could actually curb some of our spending that way as well. Okay. Okay, so not everybody, um, you know, everybody is being affected by this to varying degrees, but there are some people who are right now probably fairly financially stable, but are looking at the markets and are worried. So what would you suggest to them? So I would suggest that when we're in the markets, what we have on our side is time. Even for somebody that is in retirement, we are living so much longer and we are, that's a lot of um, funding in retirement. So it's a big number. So having a 10% correction in the market um, is not unheard of and it happens actually quite often. But when you look at your annualized returns, you don't always see it. So um, keeping your money invested longer term uh, so that you will be on track for retirement 
uh, is so, so very important. We've come through a really good, you know, amount of years behind us that the markets were very strong and the market needs to correct in order to build wealth again, to be able to buy things that are cheaper, um, like the Canadian banks are all on sale because the Canadian market had such a hit with what happened with oil. So these aren't unheard of. These are still very strong companies that have, that are multinational that will still get us there. So what, what we knew, what we do need is time and patience and to try to take the emotion out of it uh, and stay the course. And when you have a plan in place, you know, when we look at the rate of return you need to achieve to get there, to fund that future goal, it's really important that you follow the advice of your, the professionals that you trust to help get you there because it's, it's, this is when we work the hardest. When, money, when markets are doing well, everybody's happy. Exactly. Uh, but when you, consider, <laughs> when you consider the long term and you look at the last 60 years, the markets are, you know, a bull market, it, it lasts much longer than a bear market. Um, it happens more frequently than a bear market. And the gains that we produce during bull markets far greats exceed what we, what we feel in a down market. But we remember the down markets because it's emotional and it's hard-earned money that's invested. Right now then, I mean, we're, we're, we're conducting this interview from my home office to your home office. So if people want to um, connect with financial advisors at Meridian, how are they doing that? How are you arranging this right now? Well, we're, we're actually, we've been calling members from our home offices for a couple weeks now, and we're reaching out to our clients and, and letting them know that we're here. So you can reach us through phone or email. We're all connected and, and uh, up and running, fully prepared to answer any questions that they might have to help them walk through this period of time. Okay, great. And online, people can go to where? Uh, www.meridiancu.ca. If you go to our website, you can find an advisor in your area that you're, that you're living in. Um, and we also have digital online help as well with, um, for after hours for anybody that's looking to connect with somebody digitally. Okay, amazing. Thank you so much, Nancy. This was very helpful. Oh, you're very welcome. Thank you. Still being picked on for being picky? Perfect. Meridian's good-to-grow high-interest savings account was made for you. At Meridian, we say be picky. Order that half-calf, half-sweet, no-foam latte with whip. <sighs> Try on your whole closet until your outfit is outstanding. And accept nothing less than 3% interest for four months when you open your first good-to-grow high-interest savings account. Meridian, expecting more for your money. That's wealth esteem. Terms and conditions apply. Joining me now is Anne Brody in what feels like our 100th week in isolation. I know, right? How long has it been? It's been about 100 years. I think you're right. It feels like it. So this is is actually week week four of us (sighs) recording this uh, in our home offices. But you sent me a special treat this week. I feel like you send me a little bit of love because you went back to the golden ages of the 70s and you put one of my favorite movies in. Yeah, and mine. My number two film, I Love It to Pieces, Apocalypse Now by Francis Ford Coppola. You cannot watch that too many times. You know, I'm going to tell you why this movie is so uh, important to me is uh, in grade 13. Remember when we had grade 13? I do. Yep. 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 Dated myself (laughs) completely here. (laughs) That's all right. You're better educated. (laughs) Uh, My English teacher had us read Heart of Darkness uh, by T.S. Eliot. On which it was based. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and then we got to watch the movie afterwards and, and we compared and contrasted and that movie has just always stuck with me. It's just brilliantly directed, brilliantly acted. Uh, it's just one of the best movies ever. You know, I think overall I've seen it 27 times. And I remember when I saw the, the premiere, it was, uh, I was standing behind Truman Capote in Toronto. Wow. 
Yeah, that was pretty crazy. But, you know, if you look at the trailer, it all comes flooding back so powerfully. What a film. What a film. And now is the time to watch those movies and, and, and really enjoy them. So that's up yeah. on the website, all those movies, the golden age of the 70s. But let's get to the new stuff because you really sent me some super powerful female roles this week that I just, yes. oh, I love them. So Mrs. Yeah. America. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Do you remember Phyllis Schlafly? Well, I don't, but when I watched I do. the trailer, oh my God. I, I was like, who is this woman? Oh, she was a firebrand, a conservative firebrand in Washington. Um, she was the only conservative woman to actually uh, become part of the inner circle in Washington. And, you know, I'll just tell you this. This is the kind of woman she is. Trump went to her funeral a couple of years ago. So she... <clears throat> She was against the women's liberation movement. Although, because she said that she had never been stopped in trying to do what she wanted to do, but you can see her. Kate Blanchett is such a great actress. She plays her. You can see, she says things like to her husband, thank you, daddy. And you can just see her spine stiffen. It's absolutely incredible. But it's not just Phyllis. The, the Phil, although she is, to my mind, the central figure, it's also about Gloria Steinem, Bella Abzug, and Betty Friedan on the other side of the aisle, and how um, the conservative wave helped feed the women's liberation movement. Absolutely fascinating. And I got to say, FX, which runs at FX Now and FX on Hulu, they make some of the best series around. You can always rely on the member of the assassination of Gianni Versace the O.J. Simpson trial, all the Fargos. This is so up to the standard. Nine episodes, and honestly, you can't burn through them fast enough. It's so good. And, of course, I'll have an interview with Kate Blanchett and Rose Byrne on the uh, website. So, Well, Kate Blanchett is a major girl crush of mine. You so said I can't she's wait. your girl crush. I yeah. can't wait to read it. I love her. Uh, yeah. So also, strong female leads, Killing Eve is back. No kidding, it's back. That show is hilarious. It's so, it's so wrong celebrating this serial killer that it's right. <laughs> Jodie Comer, who incidentally has a Manchester accent, a very heavy Northern England ac English accent. She does all these fabulous accents when she's different characters. Of course, she's an assassin. And Eve had worked at MI5 in England as a spy, but she got kicked out. Well, last at the end of last season, uh, Villanelle shot her. <laughs> but I'll tell you right now, she's alive. She has serious P PSTD. Is that what it is? PTSD. PSD. And she works as a fry cook in a Chinese restaurant, and people are trying to get her back in the service. So honestly, the stuff that I saw, I saw three episodes, just makes me laugh. It's so outlandish. It just hypnotizes you. It's so good, Killing And Sa Sandra O oh is really just, oh. she's a national treasure. Isn't uh, she? I love, I was actually at the Governor General's Awards when Sandra O oh was, uh, was given that Oh, award. my God. And How she's, exciting. She's magic. I think she's just yeah. wonderful. So, yeah. uh, great show. Uh, also, um, there was, you sent me one from Netflix that made me laugh out loud, and it was Love Wedding Repeat. It, <laughs> Yes. It seems yes. just sort of like silly, lighthearted. It's fast. that British stuff. Nobody beats the Brits. Remember that big uh, stream of, of uh, romantic comedies they had in the 80s and 90s? It fits into that mold. It's got the so gorgeous Sam Claflin. His sister is getting married. He's trying to make it perfect. But all the guests are, are crazed in their own ways. And then an ex-boyfriend of her, well someone she slept with three weeks prior shows up <laughs> and, but, and everything seems to be going to hell in a handcart. And then the film makes a huge change. The children dancing around the dining room at the wedding switch the place cards at the English table because it's in Rome. So the wrong people sit with one another and a whole different scenario plays out. It's really quite inventive. And the lines they have are, Oh, God, I shouldn't say this, but one of my favorite ongoing bits is a fellow's there in a kilt, and it's, it's giving him itching problems, shall we say. <laughs> and it carries throughout. It's just, 
excruciating. Well, it looks it looks like just the sort of the lighthearted uh, movie we all need right now. Uh, yeah. We've only got about a minute left, but tell mm -hmm. me what else we can't miss this week. Oh, well, everyone's having free stuff. Acorn, Sundance Now, AMC. Um, uh, everyone's having free services. And the BBC is having uh, free stuff. And I found this great thing. I just want to say, what's it called now? The Life Swap Adventure. Absolutely riveting. Absolutely. Just Life Swap Adventure. Don't have time to tell you what it's about, but trust me, please. Okay, excellent. And, and people can obviously go to uh, what she said uh, talk.com and they can get all of the, uh, of the latest to watch if they want to get the full reviews from you. Yes, that's right. Okay, thank I'm you so much, Anne. More with Candace Sampson and what she said coming up on 1059 The Region. Did you know that your death has the power to save up to eight lives? Right now in Ontario, over 1,500 people are waiting for a life-saving organ. Every three days, one of them dies waiting. The good news is that you can help. In just two minutes, you can register to be an organ donor and tissue donor and help save lives. Register today and join your fellow Canadians in becoming a donor nation. Together, we can all make a difference, even after we die. Visit BeADonor.ca to register or learn more. The Toronto Zoo is responsible for the health and welfare of over 5,000 animals. We are closed to the public until further notice, but zoo staff will still be here every day taking care of the animals, adhering to strict health and safety protocols. Please check out our enhanced social media content during this time, including daily Facebook Live Keeper Talk, at 1 p.m. and resources for parents and caregivers at torontozoo.com. Look after yourselves and we look forward to welcoming you back to your Toronto Zoo when it's safe to do so. Welcome back to What She Said with Candace Sampson on 1059 The Region. I fly like get planes. If you catch me at the border, I got visas in my name. If you come around here, I'll make a more day. I get one down in if the COVID-19 crisis has done anything, it's proven that big corporations are not just faceless, uncaring entities, but rather are comprised of people who genuinely care about their country. I've worked with Sunwing Vacations on various projects over the last four years, and I was so proud to have partnered with them as I watched them work tirelessly to repatriate as many Canadians as they could when borders and flights started shutting down. I've invited Jacqueline Grossman, the VP of Marketing and Corporate Communications for the Sunwing Travel Group, to join me today to talk about what was happening behind the scenes in this massive effort to get Canadians home. Welcome to the show, Jacqueline. Hi, Candice. It's great to see you. So I feel like you must be um, trying to just catch your breath right now. Yes, still breathing, still breathing. <laughs> we have no choice. We've got to keep going. I mean, I feel like the COVID-19 crisis, I mean, although the, you know, the, the drums started beating a little bit louder for us in January and February, I think it still caught a lot of us off guard. Absolutely. It happened so quickly. It really, uh, it really, it really was just a, a matter of days. Um, on, uh, on March 13th, uh, the government put out a travel advisory. And uh, by March 16th, we announced that we were canceling and suspending all flights indefinitely. Wow. I, I can't imagine that feeling and that scramble. But I think what I'm more impressed with is that um, you really did have that genuine concern for your customers who were still not home. Yes, it was, uh, it was very disconcerting. Um, we had um, literally um, thousands of customers in destination because, of course, it was Ontario March break our busiest travel period of the entire year. So, um, and of course, Canadians were already nervous. They were already anxious. Um, they were tuning into the media, finding out that um, uh, uh, the government had put out this travel advisory and they were wondering if they were safe. So even those that were already in destination uh, prior to the travel advisory wanted to come home early. So we had those customers um, and we were facilitating um, schedules for them to fly home earlier 
um, because they wanted to. And then um, by the time we decided to spend flights, our efforts turned to a repatriation effort and getting our customers home. So I understand that need to get your customers home, but then you went a step further to repatriate as many Canadians as you could at no charge. So what, what drove that decision? How did that come about? Well, it just, it was the right thing to do. Um, we had planes uh, that were flying down south, empty, um, and we were picking up our customers. Many of them, as I mentioned, decided to return home early. So we had extra seats and extra capacity, and it only made sense to extend that offer to stranded Canadians. So we were happy to do it. So were, I imagine, I, I imagine you must have had some command center happening and people working 24-7 trying to organize this. How long did that take? Oh, it happened on a dime. Uh, it happened very quickly. We have uh, the advantage of being a vertically integrated travel company. So not only do we fly planes, um, but we also operate a destination management team. So uh, we have presence in all of our destinations with Sunwing experience reps. Um, and then we also have our operation in Toronto. Um, so between our airport operations, our flight operations, and our destination management team, it was a really coordinated effort. And we we're in constant communication, um, constant planning, um, looking at uh, flight loads, looking at destinations, where how many customers we had to bring home. Um, so it was a very coordinated effort. And we kept our, we tried our best to keep our customers um, uh, in the loop and understanding what was next and what were the arrangements that we were making for them. So we had presence at the airport, uh, we had presence on the ground, um, and it truly was a coordinated operation. I, I'm not so sure that we would have been able to pull it off if one of those pieces were missing. And of course, there was the, um, the dialogue that we were having with the government as well um, on the Canadian side, as well as the governments on the destination side, they of course were closing their own borders um, and they were making um, other arrangements. So the whole effort was truly a coordinated effort from government to government um, and operationally as well. Yeah, it must have felt a little bit like a race against the clock once those borders started shutting down and governments having different rules and regulations uh, surrounding who can come in and out. Um, so I can't imagine the stress of that. But also, a lot of other airlines were charging fees uh, for those repatriation flights. So why was Sunwing able to be so generous uh, um, during this time? Well, again... We were flying planes, um, and whether we had uh, 10 passengers on that plane or full 180, it didn't make a difference. Um, we were just about making sure that every seat was filled by someone who needed to come home. That's amazing. I love that. So how many, in total, how many uh, Canadians did you repatriate? We actually repatriated um, over 60,000 Canadians. And of that 60,000, close to 3,500 were non-Sunwing customers. Incredible, incredible. So, when that, so now the flights are done. Uh, yes. Planes were grounded as of when? Um, our last day was on March the 31st. Okay. So um, Wait, I'm, now I'm, you're just... I'm confused. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, our last day of flying, just because it seems so long ago. Yes, I think it was March. 31st but I'll have to confirm that <laughs> time is time is an interesting construct yes now. <laughs> it, it absolutely is it absolutely is so when um when you were finally done you must have uh breathed a huge, a huge sigh of relief and now you've turned your focus to the future and so what does that hold what does that look like for you so we fully intend on um resuming operations as soon as the government imposed travel restrictions are lifted um, and as soon as we know it's safe for our employees and our customers to fly to destination, we know that after this is all over, people will have the appetite um, to vacation um, and uh, to get into a more relaxing state of mind. So we fully intend on offering those customers that would like to take a vacation the opportunity to do so. Um, what, when that date is, your guess is as good as mine. 
Um, but um, all that to say, we, we have our full winter schedule that is online um, and available. We understand people are hesitant to make any arrangements uh, for the future, but when they are ready, uh, we will be able to offer them a vacation. Oh, incredible. And we're all going to need it. <laughs> Yes, that's for sure. Everybody's going to want to get out of their house uh, when this is all said and done and, and go somewhere. So absolutely. Um, I just My vacation to... was actually canceled. I, I, I had a vacation booked on March the 17th. Oh, uh, wow. The day, the day after we suspended operations and I was supposed to be going with my kids to, uh, to Mexico to a lovely resort called Royalton Riviera Cancun. And unfortunately, I had to cancel that as well. I've been to the Royalton Riviera. It's amazing uh, property. So that's right, uh, you have. I have, yes. Yeah, so I understand why you, why you would uh, be sad that you've missed that. But it'll it'll come around again. I'm confident that we will yes. be back up on our feet. Uh, I just want to thank you for being so amazing. Uh, thank you to Sunwing uh, because it's it's it means so much that you took care of so many Canadians in this time. Thank you. Well, it was the Canadian thing to do. Okay. Well, we'll have you back again when we're up and running, and we can talk about fun vacations. Sounds good. Thank you, Jacqueline. Thank you. Stick around. More What She Said with Candace Sampson coming up on 105.9 The Region. 105.9 The Region. COVID-19 has changed all our lives. The how and where we work and shop and learn. The information is constant and evolving and physical distancing is the new normal. As we continue to adjust, it can be overwhelming and difficult to know where to find the information you need about your city, your town, your neighborhood. That's where we come in with the stories that matter to you and your family. From across York Region, we are 105.9 The Region. 105.9 The Region. Everywhere you are. enough of Julie Daniluk on our last show so I invited her back this week because she has so much to offer us as we are spending scads of time in our kitchen uh, so this week we're going to be discussing pantry items welcome to the show Julie oh thank you so much for having me back I'm so tickled um, I so we talked a little bit we said wow like you know, pantry items are really going to be something a lot of us are going to be relying on and we want to have the healthiest options available. So I invited Absolutely. you back this week to share them with me. So let's, let's start at the top. So important to heavily stock that pantry because let's face it, every time someone goes out, you feel like you're sending them as a tribute to, exactly. <laughs> to face the masses, right? Everyone's having to disinfect everything. So yeah, let's, let's stock that pantry with good stuff that actually heals you and is anti-inflammatory, boosts that immune system. First off, a lot of people are relying heavily, heavily on pasta right now. So I just want to get that out. You can buy pasta that is not going to expand the waistline because you may have heard this new hashtag quarantine 15. A lot of people are having those cravings for carbs, but it turns out there's pasta. There's new pasta on the market that's actually made from konjac noodles and konjac noodles actually are um, a wonderful, it tastes like pasta. But you, you don't digest it because the fiber just moves through you. So it's going to keep you regular and it's also going to be low, low calorie. Only seven calories for half this container. So it's so low cal that a lot of people are flocking to it. I've never heard of, of konjac. What is that? Konjac is a root vegetable that's extremely fibrous. So we, we have all this fiber and all of a sudden our blood sugar is regulated. So it turns out that whatever you're eating it with, so if you're going to have something right after that that's sweet, it will actually slow down the glycemic index or the sugar impact of that food so that you, it doesn't hit you as hard, which is really cool. Okay, yeah. amazing. Okay, another one I want to talk to, how many people have stocked their pantries with huge amounts of fish? Fish is a huge one because it's, it's good for two to three years, but I want you to consider next time you go shopping, look for certified sustainable seafood, MSC. This is so important because it means that 
we aren't overly harvesting the ocean. They're doing a lot of line and pole catching instead of drag netting, which will unfortunately catch nine pounds of seafood for every one pound we eat. So I find these guys are absolutely fantastic. And I've, I've been really making sure that my fish is sustainable. And I love you eating small fish. So sardines, herring, anchovies, those little guys are much, much higher in that omega-3 that'll keep you calm and keep your immune system up and really give you that anti-inflammatory nutrition that your body really needs right now. And so good yeah. for your brain, right? Oh, yeah, so good for your moods. We've really noticed that with the vitamin D and uh, the omega-3 that's found in fish will actually help you make more serotonin. And we all need some serotonin right now, <laughs> which is your happiness calm hormone for sure. Yeah, okay, great. Good idea. Uh, and what next? Tell me what, what what's the next yeah. thing? Next up, I would really like people to have lots of turmeric because turmeric is unbelievably popular throughout the world as a way to reduce inflammation also brain inflammation. So when you eat a lot of junk food, your brain starts to become inflamed, you get anxious, you get angry. So it's a weird uh, cycle that people get locked in. So with turmeric, uh, really sprinkle it on things that you wouldn't normally sprinkle it on. Know that you can put it in your smoothie, you can hide it in a dip, you can just put some in some hummus because you wanna get a good amount of it, like a minimum of that quarter to a half of a teaspoon for it really to do its action. And it doesn't taste spicy. Don't confuse it with curry powder because a lot of people think curry powder is super because spicy. Because of the color. Yeah, the color is, the yellow is what gives, the turmeric gives the curry powder color, but it doesn't give it its spice. It's the cayenne pepper that we will often avoid when our tummy's a bit upset. So just stick with the turmeric, you're good. Okay, another thing I want you to stock up on, coconut milk because coconut milk makes everything creamy gives you tons of energy because it's rich in medium chain triglycerides but you're not having a lot of dairy that's mucus forming because my worry for people right now is the amount of cheese they're inhaling <laughs> cheese they're inhaling <laughs> the bowls of cereal with milk and and if you have a lot of extra mucus you can end up worried am i contracting something when in fact you just have a whole lot of extra mucus on board so just you know i i really that. like coconut milk just because it lasts so long as opposed to regular dairy um, and I use it when I make uh, smoothies. And so I make um, like a, a, my version of an orange Julius in my blender Beautiful. with Beautiful. coconut milk and orange juice. Oh my goodness. I love that tip. That is so smart. Definitely enjoy coconut milk anywhere you would normally use cream. So if you're going to use, um, you can water this down slightly if you want it to be 2% milk, or you can buy coconut beverage which will last and last two years as well, which is really great. Also, um, one that may uh, be really making a comeback all the way from Italy is artichoke hearts. Artichoke hearts actually help you perceive things as sweeter. It has a very cool trick. It tricks your taste buds into thinking that everything else you're eating tastes sweet, which is super cool, and it cleanses your liver. And let me tell you, from all the people I know that are celebrating alone at home, they could use some help cleaning their liver out at the moment. So put artichoke hearts on your pizza, on your salad, anywhere you would normally just add that sparkle of flavor. Marinated artichoke hearts are delicious. Delicious. They Absolutely. are one of my favorite treats, actually. And I had no yeah. idea that it did that. So that's great. Yeah. Now, tomato sauce, I know everyone's got tons of tomato sauce on board. But instead of just dumping it on your pasta, can you also think of cooking your eggs in it? Can you also just take your chicken, frozen chicken pieces, and tuck it into a nice blanket of tomato sauce and bake it off that way? That's a five-minute meal that takes zero uh, cooking experience and absolutely no recipe required, but a delicious way to spike flavor and to make sure that everyone at the same table is going to be happy to eat that. And I think another one I want to say for breakfast that I've been indulging in a whole lot is sugar-free peaches. Try to look for ones in glass if you can. And these sugar-free peaches are decadent. They're so nice. They're a kiss of August in the middle of a cold, lonely, long uh, spring. So definitely enjoy lots of peaches. And that um, beautiful uh, orange color is sporting some vitamin A, which is very helpful for our lungs, which is great. And people may not realize, but actually peaches are low calorie in comparison to other uh, fruits. Two thirds of a cup only sports 50 little calories. So it's a wonderful, wonderful treat. And that would be a really great idea in front of the movie snacks instead of delving into things that you can really get derailed with quickly. For sure. Exactly.
Yeah. And another thing I want to just share, I think my last big tip is when you have a salt craving, remember it's helping to reduce your cortisol, your stress response. So can you go on an olive bender instead of a chip bender? I love my olives. I have like 10 different varieties. I'm a huge fan. And I think it's time for you to fall in love with them too, because they're anti-inflammatory. The polyphenols in olives are profoundly anti-inflammatory and delicious. So let's all learn to love our olives, especially garlic stuffed olives, which we know are great for our lung health. For sure. Oh, I'm absolutely adding that to my list for the next trip I make to the grocery store. <laughs> yes. I no idea. And I love olives. They're great. They're so good. And such a great way to bust your stress. Yeah. And, I'm, and what you said about the salt is amazing because, you know, I do crave that salt and I often look for that salt in potato chips, which is not the best choice. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll definitely be reaching for the olives now. So nice. that's a great tip. So thank you so much. Uh, we're going to have this video up um, on our Facebook page. Uh, so if people want to watch it and get these tips again, uh, thank you so much for joining us, Julie. I hope you'll be back. Where can people find you online? Well, they can find me at hotdetox.com and I'm on social media just with my name, Julie Danilik, D-A-N-I-L-U-K on all forms of social media. So I look forward to catching you there. Thank you so much for having me on. It's been a total blessing. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. I'm gonna stand by you. Still being picked on for being picky? Perfect. Meridian's good-to-grow high-interest savings account was made for you. At Meridian, we say be picky. Order that half-calf, half-sweet, no-foam latte with whip. <sighs> Try on your whole closet until your outfit is outstanding. <laughs> and accept nothing less than 3% interest for four months when you open your first good-to-grow high-interest savings account. Meridian, expecting more for your money. That's wealth esteem. Terms and conditions apply. And then a hero comes along With the strength to carry on And you cast your fears aside And you know you can survive So when you feel like hope is gone Look inside you and be strong Joining me now is Stephanie Sewell, who is an independent education consultant. Stephanie consults with and coaches families seeking guidance and support with their child's educational journey through traditional school or through homeschooling. Since we're all homeschoolers now, she's the ideal person to offer a few pro tips for getting through the next few weeks with our sanity intact. Thank you for joining me today, Stephanie. My pleasure, Candice. Okay, so your hope is that parents will view their current circumstances as more of an opportunity instead of going into panic mode. So what sort of opportunities should we be looking for? Well, there's the opportunity to start to own your learning in a way that we don't normally do in schools. When we're in schools, we're used to what we learn being dictated by the curriculum, by the classroom, by the ministry, whatever it may be. It can bring you to a similar place at the end. And so this is an opportunity for kids who are typically in school to think about things that they want to learn and direct their own learning. So you're saying that parents then should maybe empower their children a little bit more uh, to, uh, I guess, more self-directed learning? Yeah. And so we have an interesting situation right now because different school boards, different provinces, different states are all handling it differently. What I'm suggesting to people is to start first and foremost by looking after the needs of your family. The most important thing is that you are all able to move through this time, as you say, with your sanity intact. Schoolwork comes after that. It probably also comes after what, your, what the parents' work needs are. Some parents are having to work almost full time and then manage other stuff like parenting kids, which in itself is a full time job. And then there's teaching, which is another full time job. So I think it's really important right now to figure out what the priority is for your family and work within that. Okay. An important message is kids will be okay, even if they do nothing that resembles schoolwork. From now to whenever school starts again, they will be fine. They will learn. They will flourish in different ways. Parents have this, this stress or worry about their children falling behind. 
There's yeah. that great concern. Oh my gosh, my child's going to fall behind. I think there's two things with that. First of all, as you said, everybody is out of school right now. So the concept of falling behind is very different than it would be if your child was the only one out of school. As I said, different schools are managing this differently. So some schools are trying to review what's been done during the year. Others are trying to teach some new stuff, but they're doing it with the understanding that not everybody has the same access to things like Zoom. Not everybody has the same kind of support in their family to be able to fully engage with and learn in that way. So no matter what, once kids go back to school, the teachers will be meeting everybody where they're at and figuring out how to move forward. Now, what I'm hearing as well is that families who have kids with special needs of some kind are feeling concerned in a whole different way because for some of those kids, if it's dyslexia or autistic kids, often they're needing to um, have very specific routines on a daily basis. They have programs that are building day-to-day -day on specific skills. So for them, the idea of being left behind feels a little different. And there, it may be a wise idea to try to find somebody who can engage, who can bring that learning to your child through Zoom or some other, some other video formats. So in terms of scheduling the days, um, I'm inviting people to think about the idea of creating a routine rather than creating a schedule. Schedule to me is, you know, at 8 o'clock we get up, at 8.05 we do this, at 8.10 we do this. That's stress-provoking for the vast majority of people. Some people love that and it works well for them and that's great. For many people, it doesn't. If we think of a routine, then it becomes more like, okay, well, what, what things do we do every day? And what things do we tend to do one after the other? So do we all eat breakfast together? Okay, well, then we need to have a conversation about what time we're getting up in order to eat breakfast together. Are we all going to have kind of a quiet project kind of time after breakfast? Great. Well, maybe that's the time that some schoolwork might happen. or some reading might happen or whatever it is that you're working on. So I really look at routine rather than schedule. I find that it's easier for people to engage with it and there's less um, opportunity for, for that kind of pushback. In terms of who sets it up, absolutely it's important for it to come from a family discussion, recognizing that the parents are the ones who ultimately hold the safety and the well-being of the family in their hands. So you say that there's some value in boredom. So explain that because honestly, I think as an adult, I, I need some help with that as well. <laughs> well, as an adult, I gave myself a lesson in it, a really good reminder lesson about, I don't know, well, last weekend, I guess it was, I took Saturday off all devices. From Friday night till Sunday morning, I didn't touch anything. And I remembered what it is to be Board. It made me realize how often I automatically reach for my phone if I have a moment, how often I have many moments and I turn on, you know, Netflix or whatever it is. So removing that opportunity from myself allowed me to get to a moment of, oh, what do I do? I played piano, I read, I chatted with a friend on my landline that I haven't talked to in a long time. And with kids, if you think about, you know, back in the day, when the kids would be sent out to play and told not to come home till dinner time. There were definitely moments of boredom in that, and that boredom led to creativity. It led to testing limits. It led to learning what we're capable of. It led to collaboration with other friends. Without that moment of boredom, none of those things would have happened in the same way. So you're going to have a blog post up on what she said talk uh, with some tips for parents to get through, uh, you know, homeschooling at home. But also if people want to reach out to you, where can they find you online? Yeah, I have a website. It's www.stephaniesewell.ca. I also just started a Facebook group called Unexpected Homeschooling Parenting During the COVID-19 Pandemic. So there's, I'm trying to give a lot of support through that as well. And I also have my personal and professional Facebook pages as well. Okay, incredible. So we'll put that up on the video of this interview that will go up on our social pages. Thank you so much for joining me today, Stephanie. I'm sure people are going to find this very helpful. My pleasure. That's what she said for this week. I'm wishing you all a wonderful long weekend with your loved ones. Be sure to follow me on What She Said Talk on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for videos of these interviews and more. You can also subscribe to What She Said with Candace Sampson on Apple and Spotify for extended interviews and complete shows. 
I'll be back next week with more great interviews to keep you entertained and informed as we work together to plank the curve. Previous episodes of What She Said on 1059theregion.com. It is your favorite girl. That's right. It's the Ali Mars, the one and the only. Everyone else just ain't me. I am the host of Welcome to Mars, a lifestyle podcast where nothing is off the table. I have come a long way from sex and dating and have transformed the new vibe to all things lifestyle. We still talk sex, but I'm more interested in the journey, where people have come from, how they made it, and where they're going. Subscribe or follow to a brand new look and a brand new era. Welcome to Mars. Subscribe or follow on Apple, Spotify, Google, or at theallymars.com. Because even with the new look, I'm still that same bitch you love to hate. What happens when we play outside? We become healthier, both mentally and physically. We become more creative and more focused. We connect with nature, each other, and ourselves. Let's Take This Outside, a new podcast hosted by me, Marianne Iveson, an aspiring outdoor athlete and nature lover. I speak to athletes, outdoor professionals, and scientists about their connection to nature, how it affects their performance and everyday life. Let's Take This Outside, available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts, and at letstakethisoutside.ca. Another Sound Off Media Company podcast.